Hello folks, this is AJ Wildman again with CS2 News. Today is Thursday, November 30th, 25 days until Christmas. I do like Christmas. Now, um, we went over in the first uh, piece on the American Revolution. We went over the inter introduction to it, and we touched on the 18 uh, proposals. Just highlighted their titles and things. Now we're going to go through those 18 proposal briefs. I'm going to write you read you off a little notes that I have here for each of them, and I'll add some pieces to it. And it'll probably take us a couple of podcasts, because again, I'm going to try to keep these to 20-minute intervals. Okay, um, number one, food for all Americans. All Americans, citizens, will have local available access to three meals a day. Interesting concept. This is one of the critical parts of everyday life, that is being crushed by the selfish use and abuse of the commodities market. Okay, for us, basically, the cost of living is going up, and you know the Fed's trying to bring inflation down to two percent. That's a no mean trick. Okay, uh, so we'll get, then we'll see how that works out. Um, they are expecting some kind of a uh, a pullback in the economy next year, 24. We'll see how much it is because nobody really knows. To continue, we will begin the national and international discussion over the future use of the commodities market. Okay, this will stir a lot of people up. Any traditional functionality of the commodities market was shredded by three years of COVID-19 supply chain issues. What an excuse to abuse everything. It allowed industries and corporations to inflate prices unnecessarily. And, and and they have not come back down for the most part they haven't okay this used to be called windfall profits somebody didn't even mention that in the last few years did they in the world of 2023 i believe the supply and demand price fluctuations are a cruel joke on consumers because that's really what it's getting to be there's no control by congress over prices same thing with rent we'll get into that in another piece and then we have to bring it under control. We have to have a national discussion and resolve it. It may take a consumer revolt, but commodity prices should be locked in and only adjusted as required every two or three months. Okay, the socialist, the socialist, communist, anti-free market suggestion, okay, will will go <clears throat> will cause a great amount of whining and moaning on Wall Street. Oh, we can't do that. And when it comes right down to it, folks, some of these solutions, some would be called uh, democratic, some would some people should call them socialist, call them whatever you want to call them. I don't care what you call these things. Want the things fixed. Your mail. Okay, sorry, I had a little interruption there. Um, go back to this. Uh, yes, we just have to. Get things fixed. There's no you know, simple as that. People have excuses for not changing things, not reforming anything. That's why we never get anything fixed. We're going to draw lines and we're going to make Congress put the legislation in. I frankly do not give a damn what label we are putting on ensuring that Americans have an adequate food supply. Okay, there's no excuse for it. We demand it to be fixed. So stay tuned, and we will eventually cap the barrel price of oil. And that will be the crowning achievement of the little people telling the big people enough is too much. And that's all number one.
Number two, implement the U.S. reemployment system. This is one of my favorite things. We will deliberately reform the traditional non-employment, the traditional unemployment-minded operation of 50 states in D.C. Okay. Um, we don't want people to be unemployment. Okay. We want them. We want to make them into reemployment-minded operations in all the states. Vocational training will be coordinated through those offices. Okay. Okay. We will find. <clears throat> we will find work. Uh, we will find people work. Not just pay them to stay home. Okay. If people need to, to relocate for work and/or housing opportunities. We will help them along as much as we can. We're not going to give things to people, but people that are trying to better themselves will be helped. Okay. Everyone that can work will work, and crime is not a valid occupation. Okay. So basically, we're going to have a system where, and they do this in various levels. Some states do have reemployment systems, and they call it that, but most do not. But we're going to bring people in and we're going to evaluate them very, very clearly. What are their, what is their level of education? Okay, how can they, if they don't have a GED yet, how can we help them do that? Do they have skills? What skills, you know, what skills do they have? What are they just a little good at? You know, what, uh, what could they, you know, what do they have interest in doing? But whatever's going to happen, they're going to start working, right? And, um, a lot of people have, have no need for college, uh, college, because they frankly weren't that good in high school students. Most most people that are not going to do well in college in high school are not going to do well in college, but they could do very well in vocational training. There's all kinds of jobs that can be done like that, and we're going to need more and more of those. Okay, anyway. So anyway, that's some of my talk and rambling on reemployment, but uh, we have to get people to work. And uh, people that play games are going to be uh, cut off. Anyway, now, uh, number three. So here's a light topic. Demanding U.S. abortion services law, not an amendment. Democrats in the House and U.S. Senate will submit national legislation on abortion services law that will apply to all states. Okay? And that Republicans can join in this, too. And that law, that write-up, which is only a page or so, okay, will provide safe, local, safe, and secure access to abortion services. And it will, it will legally override the recent Supreme Court rulings. Okay. Very simply, the first trimester rule only applies. Service, the services will be fully available during the first trimester only. No services will be provided during the second and third trimesters unless the mother's life is threatened, or the fetus is is in stress and in critical condition. Okay, and that will be a a doctor's and a mother's call. It will because it will then be the parent's decision with their doctor. Okay, once it, if the fetus is in trouble, also incest or rape will not be uh, will will be accounted for. Okay, and. Um, we're going to follow up on some of those uh, rape cases once we get down to uh, what I'm going to do with the death penalty. Okay. <clears throat> now, incidents of rape and incest will, will also be included in this rule, of course. 
I am certain that the vast majority of Americans will vote for this practical compre uh, comprehensive approach in a minute because I've been talking to them for decades and most people go, that's fair, that's reasonable, one and done. Okay. 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 I know because, again, I have asked hundreds of them myself. Progressive Democrats will cease their pathetic push for a no-time limit, full nine-month abortion services. Okay, I, you know, it's funny. The Democrats don't really want to talk about that, but they won't talk against it either. So it's just a case where a liberal... Liberals are one thing. Progressives are like liberals on steroids. Okay, and progressives have just got to realize there are limits, as with abortion or as with immigration. There, are, there are things must be certain things must be allowed and certain things must be limited. Okay. <clears throat> Let me read that again. The <clears throat> progressive Democrats must ease their pathetic push for a no time limit within the full nine-month term of the abortion services. That's ridiculous, okay? That is simply barbaric, and the general public will never back it. I would not. I could not. When all the pregnancy testing, with all the pregnancy testing there is available, there should be very few cases where a woman cannot determine if she is pregnant in the third month. I know there are extreme cases, but again, we're talking about the majority of people, right? If you take care of the what you need to, the, the extremes as instances where a woman's in the fourth month, and oh my God, you know, well, that will be dealt with. Okay. And finally, uh, there must finally be a practical compromise here, and compromise, and this is it. Just get it passed by early 2024 and be done with it. That is our demand. You know, that is that would shock people. You know, the two things that are the easiest thing for politicians to raise money on is abortion and gun control. Scaring people about those things. Or beating the drums about those things. Alright? It's ridiculous. So, that's why that idiot Tumberville from Louisiana, I think it is, is down there holding up all kinds of military uh, promotions because he's got this little filibuster thing going on, whatever he's doing. Holding up, holding up uh, hearings for uh, promotions. And, uh, Thing is, another way of looking at that is Tupperville is a new senator just elected, so he doesn't have to worry about re-election for four more years. So he was probably picked by the party to be the one who's going to do that, wear the T-shirt, and then they're all going to raise money off of him holding up those things because he's doing it because he doesn't like the abortion uh, uh, or gay, you know, gay rights in the. Uh, in the military and we just have to show him off for what he is and hopefully he'll be gone in six years okay well that's pretty much it on abortion okay okay now no financial reparations for black americans okay this is a will be an interesting topic and a lot of people i talk to don't want to see this including black americans don't see that black americans don't see the need for it okay it's not proper let me just read this. There will soon be a write-up from my campaign on the race issue besides this. However, to be crystal clear, America is not a racist nation. Okay, There are those employed and or make their name promoting 
this negative rhetoric. They need to find another way to, uh, another issue to feed off of, because we've had enough of this one. The group, that group includes black women, a black woman in the New York Times editorial board. Okay. I have heard her talk several times before. She's definitely has an edge on her when it comes to racial rhetoric, but nothing outrageous until, okay, on pro and probably on an MSNBC program where I've seen her more than any place else. It was in probably the last, maybe eight, ten months ago. She bluntly stated, anyone with an American flag in their front yard is a racist. I actually yelled at the TV set after that. And of course, nobody in the room the set up there in the group corrected her they just let it they let it go okay it is one of the last things that made me finally decide to run for office to do all this stuff because that was just too much to bear because and uh, i'll get i'll name her out in public but she'll come out pretty pretty soon on it and uh, just because she basically as far as i'm concerned owes us an apology and i would like to know if she was when she was saying that, does that include black American veterans that have a flag in their front yard? Yeah, well, that's the way we're going to talk in this campaign. We're going to push back on some of these idiots, okay? Clear the air a little bit. Now, the bottom line is, an American, is that the American public, including some black Americans, do not believe in reparations being paid to the descendants of black slaves. The economic issue will be dropped, okay? The economic issue, such as this, will be dropped at national and state levels. On a related recent incident, I was pleasantly shocked the other night while forcing myself to watch the second American, uh, Republican primary debate. One candidate taking part was from South Carolina, U.S. Senator Tim Scott. He is an African-American, okay? Okay, and he stood there and boldly declared that America is not a racist nation. Great for him for declaring that. There it is. And that's all I'm going to say on that right now. We'll get more into it as we get into the, the nitty-gritty of that. But reparations aren't needed. The only time I can see where it might have might be appropriate is I think it was in Oklahoma City when they had that terrible just riot where the white population devastated the black population that was very well built up, you know, doing very well for themselves. That's, 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 that's a bad one. Okay, we've got a little bit more here for this particular, I'll do one more. This is the wealth, okay, number five, the U.S. wealth tax. I've come up with a different name for this, and I, it's uh, basically from some, some of the, another thing that I wrote. Um, we're going to call this a uh, supplemental income system. Okay, we're going to call it a supplemental income tax system. Okay, so we'll talk about this when we read through this. Let's talk about democracy and economics. Okay, this is a key component of the prudent reformation of our economic system. The hard reality is that the imbalance of wealth within America was a serious problem before COVID-19 hit the world economic system, okay? The chaos of supply and demand problems that went, as I've said before, that went on for the last three years has has not stopped, 
it was and is a playground for industries and manufacturers to abuse product pricing. The wealth imbalance is now far beyond the pre-COVID level. Just ridiculous. Businesses go for profit regardless of the harsh impacts it has on grocery and energy prices, such as gasoline. Let me get a drink here. A little dry. Okay. <clears throat> there will be a tax on excessive income. Okay, higher incomes, people. There will necessarily also be some type of a tax on property to be determined. And again, all these are going to be very public conversations. And believe me, folks, when you get down to arbitrating something, which is what I'm going to do, it really can go pretty fast. Because if you got the right people in the room, you can get things resolved. Okay, bring it to a point where then the public can review it and see if we want to do it. Okay, okay, carry on. Again, again, this will be wrapped up in what I am calling democracy and economics. Okay, the American Revolution was all about democracy and government. Now we have to get the other foot to drop. The other shoe has to come down, and that's democracy and economics, which is a problem in every country in the world and has been a problem in every country in the world through the last several thousand years. Okay, so we're going to crack it. Tentatively, the related funds collected will be funneled into what I call against citizen supplemental income accounts, one related to food and spending and the other one targeting housing costs. All right. It will probably be uh, nicknamed the People's Trickle-Down Program, okay? Because it will because it will be just that. I believe it is the first prudent step in the recycling of dollar wealth from those grossly excessive assets within the American tribe and back into the lower income members, okay? Supplementing those that are working but struggling to, but still struggling to survive. Some people are working two or three jobs now. There's evidently report more people are working multiple jobs than ever before right now. Okay. Now those people need to be helped. God bless them. When the people next, now when the person next to you screams at redistribution of wealth, just reply, you're damn right. Okay. That's what you can call whatever you want to call it again. I don't care what you call it, as long as we get the problem fixed. The, <clears throat> the eventual alternative will be a consumer revolt over food costs, which is where a lot of revolutions begin. Having food shortages is one of the things that scares China more than anything else, the Chinese government, because they've had such trouble with food in the past. That's one of the things that really, you know, makes them go crazy. President Xi over there. Okay, now, and yes, there'll be much more on that to come, believe me. It'll be quite a rousing conversation. Uh, this somewhat ties into an equally critical economic crisis, which we absolutely do not want in our future, okay? That is, we'll start with this, that is we need to take any and all appropriate steps to guarantee that the U.S. retains its world reserve currency status. We will slow, we're slowly headed that way today, and we can't afford to. So I'm going to go cut it off there right now. This is A.J. Welmer for CS2 News. You have a nice evening, and I'll see you tomorrow. Take care.